What's up, everybody? This is Edgar Martin from the Q&E Podcast, just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O, Podgo. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? Well, come again, I'm fucked up. Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. You're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. Today is a celebration. Episode 100 of the Q&E Podcast. Let's give it up, man, for real. Episode 100. We in the triple digits now for episodes. It's another milestone for us that we done crossed. We done had our... Uh, year anniversary we done had our one year sweepstakes we done changed the logo we got a lot of new stuff coming for 2021 so what better way than to go right before christmas by getting our 100th episode in man bro you said it last week bro we done came a long way from episode one to episode 100 bro i'm just happy to be doing this junk with you dog this shit here I love it. Love doing it. Love doing this every Wednesday. Love the entertainment. Love the sports, man. So we're going to keep this going, bro, till the wheels fall off, man. So, Thanks. God damn, this is our legacy at this point, bro. This yeah. is the legacy. We got our name stepped to this shit, man. So I'm glad y'all been along for this journey, man. Like I said last week, through the audio improvements, the visual improvements, the segments, bro. We couldn't be here without y'all, bro. So we definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. Anything that we do outside of this or after this, like this is going to be the thing that we always bring up with whatever we do. So like Quincy said, we appreciate all the fans. We appreciate, we appreciate all the support, all the listeners, all the watchers, anybody who knows about us in general. Like we appreciate all y'all cause y'all keeping our name alive. Y'all keeping it well. And we, we just going to keep giving y'all more content and better content coming soon. Coming soon. And we calling our fans the Q&E Fiends. I forgot to tell y'all this. We calling our fans the Q&E Ooh, Fiends. Oh, I like that. I like Q&E that. Fiends, bro. Q&E Fiends, bro. Q&E Fiends. I like it. Is I, this, like I, don't even, I don't even know how to spell Fiends. Like, how do you even spell it? I think it's F-I-E-N-D-S. Fiends. It's like friends without the R. That's yeah, what it, it sounds is. It sounds, we got to do F-E-E-N-Z. I like Fiends. <laughs> hey, get this off to the right start. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like yes, it. Yes, sir. I like F- it, bro. F double E N Z. I like it. Q and E fiends, bro. So y'all the like fiends it. for the I podcast, like bro. We definitely appreciate y'all, man. So let's dive into it. Uh, dive into it with the sports, man. A lot of things happened in the NFL this week. A lot of surprises. The biggest surprise was Baker Mayfield's and the uh, the Cleveland Browns, bro, taking down the Titans. And blowout fashion, bro. What was your first reaction to that, bro? First off, I was pissed. I had I didn't have a bad week, but I didn't have the week I, week I needed to catch up to you. So this was oh, definitely one of the games that pissed me off. Uh, nobody seen this coming from Baker Mayfield. We expected a decent game, but I'm pretty sure most of us expected the Titans to come out with this win. We definitely didn't see a lights-out performance from Baker. I didn't see this coming at all. 
I was impressed, but uh, it's the Browns at the end of the day. I ain't. Yeah, I ain't. Bro, get the Browns they credit, bro. Get the Browns they credit, bro. They, uh, they showed up. They showed their ass. Well, what you like saying? Pretenders. They're pretenders. Oh. I, I ain't really. I wasn't really impressed by. But, I was but, like, you, yeah. but you call the Titans contenders? Yes. But they just beat your contender handily. Oh, everybody has a flute game. Like, everybody has a flute game. The Titans been playing like this for a minute, though. And the Browns been oh, playing like this about, for a minute, though. I was talking about the Browns. Like, this is a flute game. I don't believe it. <laughs> it, it, it happened, but I, I don't believe it. It happened. The funniest thing about this whole situation, bro, last week on Two Wild Wednesday, we posted the question, are the Browns the best 8-3 and three team? And it was 93% Two Wild. So people weren't even thinking <laughs> about the Browns. For the Browns to come out and have that type of performance against another eight and three teams in the Titans, hey, that tweet didn't age too well at all, bro. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't age too well, bro. So you don't think they're you think they're pretenders, though? Yeah, definitely. They'll if they get to the playoffs, it'll be a one wing game probably. If that, they might they might win one game. I might give them one. But this is what I like telling you, bro. And I think we talked about this before. They have the right formula. I don't think they get to the Super Bowl or nothing. But I think they have the formula to get deep in the playoffs, AFC championship game type shit against the Chiefs. They have the formula to get there because they don't rely on Baker Mayfield a lot. Their running game really puts them over the top. And their defense is stout. Until the second half when the game was really out of hand, their defense was holding down Derrick Henry and holding down the Tanny well. So if their defense agree. and their defense has been playing like this for a long time, we just haven't been looking at them because it's the Browns. We think it's a fluke, right. but we see now that this is for real. The defense is for real. Miles Miles Garrett is a top defensive player of the year candidate. If Baker Mayfield can play like this, I don't think he will play like this all the time. But if he can give you that type of energy and that type of production, just half of that. Now give me two touchdowns. I don't need the whole five. Just give me two. And y'all got that running game and that offensive line, dude. I'm telling you, bro. I see the AFC championship for this team. So I'm going to say they're contenders. I think they're contenders. They definitely have my respect of being the upset team. If I had to choose any team to be the upset team, it would be the Browns at this point. Uh, but other than that, no, I, I just don't – I don't see it for them right now. I just – I don't. I feel like this is just one of those games where Baker Mayfield showed out and we probably won't see it again for the rest of the season. Mm. It's funny, bro, because we had that conversation earlier in the year, man. We were talking about, is Baker going to even be there next year? I mean, he really hasn't been giving the ball that much. To, he just has been giving the ball to, like, not mess up the game. That's right. really what he has, how he's been handling the situation. Game, game, game manager. Yeah. Game manager, exactly. A game manager. But if he plays like this, do you see him as the Browns' future? Do you see him as a, the next 10 years type of quarterback? If he continues giving at least 70% of what he showed us on uh, this past Sunday, if he can give us 65 to 70% of what we just seen every game, then yeah, he could be the next starting, he could be the starting quarterback for 10 years for the Browns. And it's funny because why were they not doing this when Odell was there? It's like Odell takes away two people because you got to have two people looking at Odell, but you don't have an Odell on the field, but your offense is playing better. Shit is wild, bro. I think Odell is really somebody that was inside of Baker Mayfield's head. Not that he was inside Baker Mayfield's ear telling him to give him the ball, but just Probably. like Baker Mayfield was like, he felt like he had to force feed uh, Odell Beckham. 
Which is possible. It's possible. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, he, he's so talented. He's a top five wide receiver talent-wise. So he's like, man, I got to get this man the ball. And he's probably force-feeding it. He's probably forcing the game when he doesn't have to. Other wide receivers are on the field. And I feel like that really took him out. So when you take Odell off the field, he's seeing everybody on the field. Now, everybody it looks like a wide receiver. Everybody gets equal opportunity. And he's playing like a better quarterback without Odell Beckham. Which we said it was a possibility earlier in the season, but I didn't know he was going to play like this, though. Yeah, me neither. I didn't see this coming. That's <laughs> crazy. I guess the Titans? I still like the Titans, but the Titans been, they ain't been playing that well recently. But, right. damn, did they fuck him up like that? 41? Yeah, that, that was. Shit. 41 to 13 at one point? It was real. It was real ugly. That, that was like when the that was like when the Falcons blew out the damn Raiders like forty nine to six. I didn't see that coming at all. Shit, wild. Shit, wild. But I want to talk about this game because I've been talking about these skins or excuse me, Washington football team the whole season. I'm saying they they were my, they my pick. They my pick for the NFC East. But I could have never predicted that nope. this team would have beat the Steelers the way they beat the Steelers, bro. So, uh, I don't want to say this, but are the Steelers overrated, though? We gassed them up for 11 weeks. Are they overrated? I don't think they're overrated. Because me, I think we had this talk off of the pod where we discussed, I don't think the Steelers would lose on purpose late in the season. But it's gotten to the point in the season where the Steelers have clinched the playoff berth. They got the number one spot, regardless of how the rest of the season goes. And at this point, does winning the rest of the season matter to them? And I feel like when they went up against Washington, they probably played down the competition, probably just didn't take the game as serious. Do I think they lost on purpose? No. Do I think they gave it their all? No. So I feel like that's honestly why Washington got the win. Don't get me wrong. That defensive front seven is pretty stout, especially you got Chase Young. Shout out to Chase Young, by the way. He was my deep pick for rookie defense player of the year. I don't think it'll happen, um, even though he had that spectacular game. I think uh, he's still going to get it. You but think he's still going to get it? I, I just ain't been seeing that much from him over the season. Maybe I got to look at the numbers. Numbers-wise, it, it probably leans in. He, he been getting loose. He got good stats. He got good stats. But this is the thing about the Steelers, though. It's just not even the loss. It's just the way you guys have been playing over the past few weeks. And that's why so many people had questions even before this loss. They were like, yeah, they're 11-0, but they don't look like an 11-0 team. Like, when you look at undefeated teams in the past, they were so dominant. And the Steelers were just the team. They weren't dominant. They were, like, really just slipping past teams. It's like they were winning, but it was like, eh, Yeah, this eh. ain't a 16-0 team or an undefeated team. Look, usually those teams, like the 07 Patriots, they dominated every game. Yeah. This team, they slipping by. I mean, I, I forgot who they uh, played last week, but they slipped by some team last week. The Ravens. They played the Ravens without Lamar last week. They slipping by them. It's like, y'all should have blew them out. Then y'all playing, y'all playing with the Washington football team? It's like, I know they got a good defense. Don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about offensively. It's like, what? who do you have to worry about on offense other than Terry McLaurin? And y'all still getting beat by that? It's like, man, the Steelers, I'm worried about the Steelers. I'll say that. I, I ain't worried. I, I don't think they overhyped. I don't think they – I don't think they're overrated, but I'm worried about them come playoff time. I'm not worried come playoff time. I think it was really just a game where they just probably didn't take it as serious as they should have, and they faced the consequences of that. I still – I respected the Steelers' undefeated streak until that game because I said, hey, even though every one of these – not every single one, but majority of these games leading up to that one has been close, 
they still win at the end of the day. All that matters is did you get the dub? It could be an ugly dub or a pretty blowout dub, but did you win? That's what matters. So they may not look like a 16-0 and team, but until that game against Washington, that's what they were. They were an 11-0 going into possibly a 12-0 team. And I, I got no choice but to respect that, no matter how ugly some of the wins may have been. And I'm going to say this, bro. I'm going to say this about Pittsburgh. I'm going to predict this. They will lose in the first round. If they don't get this first round by. First round? If they do not get this first round by, they will lose in the first round. So they better hope they get this bye week and get this number one seed. Because if they don't, they will lose in the first round. That's a bold ass. It's a lot of good teams. We already talked about it before. In the AFC, the wild card. Man, you probably got the uh, the Raiders are going to be down there. The Ravens could be down there. The Colts are going to be in there. So those are the teams that you could be playing in the first round if you're the Steelers. All have a good – all are playing better than you right now. So right. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, liking, I'm liking the upset in the first round for the Steelers, bro. I don't know. I ain't going to go that far. I ain't going to go that far. I'm liking first what I'm seeing, bro. I got too much faith in Mike Tomlin. I don't see a first-round exit for the Steelers. I ain't going to say that. That's, that's too wild to me. That's too wild. Man, I, I don't know, bro. That, that feels just right. That feels just uh, right, man. It don't feel not too out of too out. That feels just <laughs> right, my boy. Damn, but I, mm. the defense the defense has been hit with a, a lot of injuries. I will give them uh, that. Devin Bush getting hurt in the uh, beginning of the season. Uh, yeah. Bud Dupree getting hurt. I think somebody in the secondary got hurt on, uh, on Monday as well. So they have got injuries. But everybody dealing with injuries at this point. So you got to deal with it. So, and how they're playing right now, there's not the same team that I've seen in the beginning of the season where their defense was stopping everything. You letting the Redskins with Alex Smith and only one weapon really get loose on you. I'm like, bro, I'm looking at y'all completely different right now. I'm looking at y'all completely different, my boy. So, I'm saying it right now. First round exit. If they don't get this by, first round exit. And shout, shout out to Alex Smith. I don't want to just completely downplay the Redskins like they didn't play. No, no he played well. Very uh, he, well. He definitely gave comeback player of the year type performance. Uh, ever since he done stepped back on the shoe in for comeback player of the year, I thought it was going to be Cam, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Alex Smith. Shout out to the Washington football team. Y'all did what y'all had to do and, took, and was the first team to take down the undefeated Steelers this year. So, congratulations to y'all. It's that, it's that whole – I know we always give credit to the front seven of Washington, but it's really that whole entire defense. I didn't notice until Monday. They have the number one pass defense. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. I knew their front seven was stout, but the back end stout too? Yeah. I'm like, okay, Washington. And this we're going to get to it later with how I feel about the NFC East, bro. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the Giants next. So the Giants versus Seahawks, another upset. Man, oh, I was pissed by that one. That was the one that pissed me off. I was like, boy, I just I had to cut that game off. I had to cut it off. Papa Russ wasn't looking too hot, my boy. I had to Papa cut it Russ off. Russ wasn't looking too hot. I was like, bro, it's like ever since after like week six, I want to say, of the season, Russ just been slowly going down in the MVP conversation. And now it's like – We don't bro. even talk. It's a two-man race at this point. It's either Aaron Rodgers or Mahomes. It's literally right, – Yeah, that yeah. That so, yeah. So, um – yeah, like you just said, bro. Papa Russ ain't show up. DK Metcalf wasn't getting loose. He had that one play, though, where he stepped on him, dude, to the ground. That shit crazy. That nigga too big, dog. I don't like that shit. That nigga too big. But how do you feel about the Giants right now or the NFC East in general? We were joking about this division literally two weeks ago, but they don't have two upsets. 
I've been joking about the NFC East all season. I think like week five or something, I was the one who said the whole the whole uh division should be on hard knocks. <laughs> yeah. Like But they playing like uh, some legit niggas now. They playing like some legit teams. I don't know. It, it's scary. Do you not believe and they and I have to I have to remind people this too. They did this without Daniel Jones. Yeah, that's Daniel Jones has been playing well. And it's funny because I went back and listened to the last podcast. I was going to pick this game as an upset. I said it, but I was like, Daniel Jones not playing. If Daniel Jones was playing, I, I would have picked this upset. It's crazy. But Daniel Jones has been playing. They won this game with Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Why is he still in the league? I haven't heard that name in so long. <laughs> I was so mad watching the game, seeing Colt McCoy on the field, because it just reminded me of how much – opportunity the white quarterback gets in this league. Bro, I have not heard this man name in years. Uh, I did not even know he was still on the roster. Like, when the last time he started? 2014? He's still in the league? That's what I'm saying. That's bro. what I mean, like, how much opportunity the white quarterback gets, bro. Like, the black quarterback, you mess up once, you out the league. Like, when, when the last time we heard from Josh Freeman? Josh Freeman was good for the Bucks. That man probably worked at a gas station. I don't know where this man is. <laughs> was good for the Bucks. I swear I didn't hear nothing after he left the Bucks. And he was a good quarterback. I'm like, damn. Colt McCoy, he wasn't even that great when he was playing in Washington before. But he, he got a starting job with the Colts in 2020? I guess. I guess, man. But as far as the NFC East, bro, it's just they upset City right now for the NFC as a whole. They, they upset City. The Giants and the Redskins, not the Redskins, the Giants and the Washington football team, they the two teams to look out for right now. Eagles, they in experiment mode right now with, with um. Let's with not Hurts. even bring up that disgusting franchise. <laughs> <laughs> they, they in experiment mode for the rest of the season, and the Cowboys are the Cowboys. So the Giants and the Washington football team, they could be the two, two teams, teams we didn't expect. Yeah. <laughs> the two teams we didn't expect to cause some upsets, they gave the biggest upsets of the season, damn near. Man. Man, I like what I'm seeing from both teams. And it's funny because both teams have a chance to get in the playoffs. Exactly. I think one can actually win the division and one could slip into the wild card because the NFC right. East back in and the wild card really trash. So they still can both get in, bro. I like what I'm seeing out of the defense, most particularly. The Giants' defense. And I remember you brought it up when they played against the Bucs, and that's when I really started to notice against that Bucs game how good yeah. their defense was. When you shut down them, was, I want to say Antonio Brown played that game. No? It was a uh, – no, nah, was it that game? Well, well, even if he didn't play, Mike Evans oh, and Chris Godwin. We, played the Giants. we didn't play the Giants at home. I think probably. he played that next week. He played against the Saints. He played yeah, against the Saints. He played against, he played the, against Saints. the Saints. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but even then, you had Mike Evans, you had Godwin, you had Jones, and you had Brady, and they still played a great game against them. Yeah, I told you, they secondary, bro. That Giants secondary is no joke, bro, for real. But even the front seven starting to look good. The linebackers, I watched that. I watched the whole Giants and Seahawks game. Those linebackers were everywhere. Russell Wilson was trying to uh, check down. Them checkdowns was out of the window. Defensive line was in the backfield. Felt like every play, everyone had no time in the pocket. No time in the pocket. So, both defenses are playing great football right now, bro. Great football coming out of the NFC East. Out of the teams we didn't expect. Crazy as hell, bro. It's crazy because before the season started, what did I say? I said the Cowboys are going to be the number one team in the NFC East. And who I said was going to be the second? The New York Giants. And then after, like, week three or four, 
I changed my mind because the Giants. I'm about to say you ain't believe that. You ain't believe that. <laughs> no, when I said it, I really believed it when I said it. But then after like the first three or four weeks of the of the season, I'm like, yeah, this prediction is gonna go terrible. Let me just go ahead and admit it now. And look how it came all the way full circle. The Cowboys are trash, but that Giants one, yeah, they they shot everybody with that one. They they in the um, number one spot now for the NFC East, right? And the Eagles number two, I think. I think they tied. Giants and the Redskins tied at number one right now, bro. Tied oh, okay. at number one. Oh, yeah, because the Eagles in third and Cowboys last. That's Eagles. right. Like I said, let's not even bring them up. Shout out to Derek. Shout out to Derek. Shout out to Derek, bro. <laughs> I know he going through it. He probably gave up already. Knowing Derek, he already gave up on the season. He, I don't see the few tweets by him, I think, <laughs> where he was just really emotional about the franchise as a whole. Over. Oh, man. I, I know how it feels. I'm a Bucks fan. I know how it feels. <laughs> For everybody goes through it. And it's funny because y'all just got a Super Bowl. Y'all really can't be that mad. Y'all can't be that mad. Y'all just won the Super Bowl three years ago. I don't care. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by The Gallery. The Gallery is a curated collection of photographs from around the world based out of New York. Although most of us are currently unable to travel the world, this is a great way to bring a piece of the world to you. All prints are made from 100% recycled aluminum, giving your wall that gallery finish. Right now, the gallery is offering our listeners 15% off their purchase by using the code 15OFF. That's 15 capital O capital F capital F. Go to thegallery.com, that's T-H-E-G-A-L-R-Y.com, so your wall will never be boring again. The gallery, your dream spot is wherever you are. All right, bro, let's move on to Two Wild Wednesdays. Yes, yes. Episode 100, Two Wild Wednesday. All right, the first one is about the NFC East. The winner of the NFC East will win a game in the playoffs. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. Uh, depending on who they play, it would, it, would, it would. to me, it would depend on who they play. But I don't think it's too wild to say that an NFC East team could upset somebody. Do I see them going any further than a first-round game? No. They'll probably get the first round upset and then be sent home right after that. But the Giants and the Red and the Washington football team, they dangerous, bro. They could upset anybody. They just beat the undefeated Steelers. So And guess who they will play in the first round? Because the 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 fourth division winner will be fourth place. And the Bucks most likely gonna win the rest of their game. They they got a trash schedule. So they're gonna be the fifth seed. The Bucks will be the fifth seed. So it'll be fourth versus fifth. So that means they upsetting your team. No, I ain't saying it will, but I'm, I'm saying, just saying it's that that's the situation that could happen. It, 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 it could happen. It and could happen. Because like, I thought about, I thought of the whole thing, and I'm like, this could be the Bucks in this fifth seed right now. And I said it last week. I, I admit it. I said, Tampa Bay, we are in panic time right now. This is the time right now where I thought we would be cruising. I thought we'd be like 11 and 5, 12 and 4, something like that. We got a cruise to, we we got a cruise ride to the NFC Championship. No, it's not that at all right now. This is panic time. This is the real time for no mistakes, no errors, and we're going up possibly against a team that two two teams that gave two of the biggest upsets of the season. So it, it's pretty scary if you're a Bucks fan. Yeah, because y'all finna win the rest of y'all games. Y'all got the Vikings next week or this week. Y'all got the Falcons the week after that, the Lions the week after that, and then the Falcons again. So I, I feel like y'all gonna win. Y'all the gonna only win game win. I feel like we probably would lose is Minnesota. Mm, and that's this week. You picking upset? No, I ain't going to pick it. I'm just saying, <laughs> it, it could happen. It definitely happen. 
Because Minnesota, Minnesota not trash, but let me say this. Minnesota's record does not define who they are. Their record is trash, but they could beat anybody. They're six and six right now. They, they were two and six at one point. That's what I'm saying. Like, they 500 and got potential to be worse than 500 by the time the season ends, but their record does not define who the team is. They could beat you on any given Sunday if you're not on your A game. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It it really depends on which Kirk Cousins come up. Because if the the good Kirk show up, if the good Kirk show up, then (laughs) I can agree with that. Bad Kirk most of the time, and I'm like, Y'all gonna win. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all should win that. One. Uh, are we getting can't win a Monday night football game, Kirk? Or are we getting Captain Kirk? <laughs> this on Monday uh, night? That game on Monday night? No, I'm just saying, like Kirk. Kirk oh, you know? <laughs> oh. oh I get what you say. I get what you say. Terrible on Monday night. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, not too wild for this question, bro. Not too wild at all, man. Whoever's in that fifth seed, whether it's the Bucks or whoever in the wild card, the Giants and Washington are playing great, bro. Great. Right. Big injury for Washington, though. Antonio Gibson got hurt in, uh, last or a couple of nights ago on uh, Monday Night Football. They need him. They need him. That's the big part of their running game. Big part of their running game. What's, uh, what's the two percentages for those? This was actually 50-50. 50-50. 16 votes. And so, what was the other one? This was the first one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. All right, next one. The Browns are legit Super Bowl contenders. Too wild or not too wild? Too wild. I'm pretty sure that's 100%. Bro, this is the same shit that happened last week. Yes. <laughs> that long-ass <laughs> shit. You're too wild. But y'all got showed up last week. They showed y'all they're the best team. The best. There's team. a difference between being the best 8-3 and three team and being the Super Bowl contender. It's a, <laughs> it's a huge difference. Huge difference. I'm just saying, bro. They proved y'all wrong last week. How do y'all, how do y'all not learn y'all lessons? How do y'all not know your lesson, bro? But sometimes it takes sometimes it takes repeated mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> not too wild. I'm gonna learn my lesson the first time. Not too wild. Bro. Yeah, all right. You finna be highly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> not too wild for the Browns, man. I already talked about it before. Not too wild for the Browns. Uh this one I was really surprised by. And um, I think I already said it, but that was 87% too wild for the Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Justin Jefferson is offensive rookie of the year. Too wild or not too wild? Uh, not too wild. I who did I have winning it before the season started? Probably Burrow. It was. I, it might have been Burrow or Herbert. I can't remember. I but, said Burrow. I said. Oh no, I said Alaire. I said Alaire was going to win. You that said Alaire. I said either Burrow or Herbert. But um, it, it's pretty undeniable at this point. Justin Jefferson will get it. His games have been phenomenal. His route running, his catching, like, you could tell he's going to be a generational talent. Like, you can see it now. So, just imagine two, three seasons in when he's a seasoned veteran at that point. He's going to be crazy. He's going to be an absolute monster. It's funny because two weeks ago I posted the question. This was when Burrow was still playing, though. I said, who is the um, offensive rookie of the year? They said Herbert by a lot. It was, it was Herbert. Like, 60% was Herbert. Burrow goes down. You think it's Herbert going to win at this point after Burrow went down? The fact that Justin Jefferson is going to win over Justin Herbert is crazy to me because he had the lead by a lot. Yeah. So how did he catch him so quickly? I feel like that 45-0 game against probably the really fucked up some niggas' minds and said, yeah. oh, nah, he ain't it. Let's go, <laughs> let's go with Justin Jefferson because Justin Jefferson is making a huge difference for this team. He is. Huge difference. He's the reason they're going like on this said, right Like, they were just two and six, and now they six and six. 
And I just said they could the Vikings can beat anybody on any given Sunday if you're not on your A game. I promise you they can. Their record does not define who the team is. Yeah. Not too wild for that one. Justin Jefferson been playing the best. I think he already has a thousand yards and we got four games left. So he could be looking at fifteen hundred easily. Uh next one. And that was uh seventy six percent not too wild. Next one. The Bucks are the most disappointing team so far. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. I went on my spiel about it last week. Uh, it's no excuse. We got too much talent. The coaching staff is legit. It's just we got to execute at this point. And nobody's – Brady's not playing up the par. The receivers, especially Mike Evans, after all the hype I done gave him this season, he's not playing up the par. Uh, Defensive-wise, uh, Todd Bowles, he, he has to – fix his scheme on how he does his own coverage with a lot of these teams. And we have to learn how to get back into man coverage with a lot, uh, with a lot of these competitions. So yeah, very disappointing, very hard to see, but we can make a turnaround. It's just, when are we going to make the turnaround? Yeah. Not too wild, not too wild. Most definitely, bro. I was looking through all the teams, look at who was the biggest disappointment. It was just like, you had to say the bucks. I said, I said 13 and three record for this team. Okay, it's like you could have lost one more game, 12 and 4, but y'all record was really easy to me, bro. Really easy. I didn't I said 11 and 5. I, and they probably going to end up 11 and 5, but still that feels like a letdown with the, with the way they schedule was. I don't know. No, I, I the reason I said 11 and 5 is because everybody looked at the roster and seen all these names and I was just like, bro, how often do we see it look great on paper? and see it be great on the field. How often does that really happen? So I left room for error because I'm like, it's not going to be as perfect as it looks on paper. I just but how it. long does it take to come together oh, with great it? players on the field? That's what I'm saying. Like, when you have yeah. players like that, it's crazy. It has to come it, together. It shouldn't take long, yeah. but I didn't see us really catching any L's other than the Saints, the Chiefs. Uh, Probably the Packers. Yeah, the Packers. Could have been a possible L. Who else? Um, I don't forgot. I don't forgot. I, I forgot the rest of the schedule. But it's really only like – it's only three teams that I feel like we really would have lost to. And it, I gave room for error for two teams that we should beat but probably would lose. I lost to the Bears. The Bears That's what I'm garbage saying. right now. It's like that, – that, that was the room for error that I left for us. So, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. let me just say 11-5. and five. Let me not be on no crazy shit and say 14-2, and 13-3. I mean, let me say something realistic. Yeah, man, not too wild. Biggest disappointment, most definitely. And that was 58% not too wild. Next one, the Cardinals will miss the playoffs. Too wild or not too wild? Uh, Not too wild. I predicted three out of four of these, uh, what, is, what is it, NFC West? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I predicted three out of the four NFC West teams to make it to the playoffs. Um, But the way everybody else is looking in the NFC right now, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals get dropped down to a, um, a wild card game or possibly just not make it at all based off how everybody else is playing. Too wild. They will make the playoffs. I don't know what's wrong with Kyler Murray. I really can't tell you what. I, I really do feel like he's hurt. Oh, yeah, he hurt. He has a right shoulder injury, and he mm-hmm. hasn't been playing well since. It was before the Patriots game. Whatever game was before the yep. Patriots game, he was just wasn't looking good, bro. Hasn't been looking well the last two seasons. I think the Seahawks. It was that Seahawks game. I think he got hurt. And he hasn't been looking the same since then. I, I said the same thing. I was like, you can literally see he's playing different. Like, you, yeah. you could tell he's playing like he's trying to conserve himself. 
And the running game. The running game isn't good at all. I feel like the running game will be way better than what it is. I feel like they have a good pass-blocking offensive line, but run-blocking is terrible. They don't have get room for the running backs at all, and they need the running game if they want to make a run in the playoffs, and they don't have any type of running game. At but all. That, that's why I say it's not too wild. Do I, do I think it's still possible? Yeah, but it's not too wild to sit here and say they could not make it. Like, worst-case scenario, Murray goes down. I feel like all playoff folks go out the window. Uh, another worst-case scenario, they just lose out majority of the rest of the season. The last four or five games of the season, they they lose majority of them. Let me look like, at this. Cause I, still don't, I still don't foresee them missing the playoffs, bro. Especially how the, the wild-card picture looking. I don't predict it either, but, hey, shit, we didn't expect the Giants and the Washington football team to do this and <laughs> see how wrong we are with that. Let me see. Let me see, bro. They Stand. got the Giants next week. That's going to be a tough one. Tougher than we all expect. Oh, they five, they five hundred right now. It's definitely not too wild to say they ain't gonna get in. They got the car. They got the Eagles, the Giants, the 49ers, and the Rams. Bro, it's not too wild, bro. They could low key miss the playoffs. I'm not even gonna play with you. The only L I'm giving them is the Rams. That's they the would literally. Who? What's the rest of their schedule? The Giants, Eagles, 49ers, Rams. The I'm only game they got an absolute win with is the Eagles. That's the only one they got an absolute. But I got them winning other games, though. I got them winning other Oh, yeah, they, they could win other games. The only absolute win, though, is the Eagles. Because the Giants, they could definitely get upset. The um, Who else you said? Rams and Niners. Rams and Niners? Oh, yeah, you you basically ended the season with division games. Like, ain't, ain't shit finna be sweet for the rest of the season. <laughs> They're not missing the playoffs, bro. Mark my words. They're not missing. I, I mean, I hope they don't. I want them to make it because I predicted I predicted them to make it. But it ain't going to be crazy because the Vikings are also 6-6. Six and six. They 502. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Bucks at 7-5. and five. You got the Saints 10-2. and two. And then you got the two teams in the NFC East right now. It, it's not crazy to say. You got the Packers at a, at a top seed. The Bears, let's just say the Bears. Nah, they out of it. No, I'm just <laughs> they, saying. They out of it, bro. I'm just saying on some crazy shit. Also crazy shit. Let's say the Bears take an upswing for the last couple weeks and the Cardinals fall off the last couple weeks. It's too much shit that can happen still, bro. It's too much shit that can happen. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying, I don't believe it. I'm just telling you, I'm looking at all variables. All variables. Too wild. They're making the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Too wild. All right, next one. That was 67%, not too wild. Next one. The Colts are the most underrated team in the NFL. Too wild or not too wild? Hmm. Most underrated? Well, nobody's talking about them, but they still keep winning, keep chucking them up. I'll probably – yeah, I'll probably give them that tag. I'll give them the most underrated tag. I like what I'm seeing from them. Uh, they definitely got a future at being a real playoff threat next season. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I I fully agree. <laughs> I fully agree. I, I ain't gonna go against that. I agree. Yeah, not too wild. Philip has been playing well. It's it's crazy. The, the quarterbacks that I really despise, like the Ben Roethlisberger's <laughs> and the Philip Rivers, have been playing well. I can't talk my shit like I want to. I got to give them their credit. So they've been playing well. I don't believe he'll do anything in the playoffs, and that's where he really struggles. But they're yeah. the most underrated team for right now because. The rest of the team is so good. Yeah, they have oh, yeah. receivers, running backs, offensive line, defensive line, linebackers. Everything else is good. Phillip Rivers, don't fuck it up. And uh, something that I wanted to bring up, Black tagged me in uh, something on Twitter 
about Cam Newton because the the two wild Wednesday shit that we're gonna get into in a second. Um, the question came up on what wide receiver would you want Cam to get, or would you like to see Cam with? And he tagged me in there, and I said, T.Y. Hilton would be a great option because T.Y. Hilton will be a free agent in 2021. FIU alum, shout out to my boy, <laughs> shout out to my boy. Like T.Y. Hilton, uh, A.J. Green, who else? Uh, Green. I said uh, Marvin Jones from the Lions, he going to be a free agent. Cam just need a wide receiver, bro. It don't matter who it is, my nigga. Just give my man somebody. True, true. But Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones, AJ Green, and T.Y. Hilton. Those are three people that I'm looking at. Like, yeah, that'll shake, that'll shake the table for real. So you think Cam's still coming back to the Patriots then? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. I at least for one more season. I still more. believe it too. We're gonna let's skip the Cam. Let's skip to the Cam question right now. Since we're on the top. What was the uh what was the percentage on that? Oh, 57% not too wild for that coach one. All right, let's move on to the Cam one. Cam Newton's terrible comeback. I did not make this one. Cam Newton's <laughs> terrible comeback year is inexcusable. <laughs> too wild or not too wild? Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I made this one, and it hurts me to say it, but this is inexcusable. We had too much hype around Cam before this season started. He he put a lot of hype on us. six right now. He put a lot of hype on us. We seeing damn near possible playoff entry. We ain't, we ain't expecting nothing crazy. We have a chance. We ain't expecting nothing crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we're expecting mathematically they still have a chance. We're we're expecting possible playoff entry. My dumbass, I'm predicting dude to get MVP. Yeah, you, you was doing all the extra shit. You was doing extra MVP shit. and comeback <laughs> player of the year. Like. The man put so much hype into the videos, into the workouts. Like, there was just so much noise around Cam. And you get into the league, you got nine interceptions. You only got five. You got 11 rushing touchdowns. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Niggas don't talk about the rushing touchdowns enough. But you got five passing touchdowns. You got more interceptions than touchdowns on the season. It's like, I get it. Oh, the receivers. I know, but it's Cam, bro. I'm expecting If you add in, so I'm, I'm a Cam apologist, so I'm going to ride for my nigga regardless. I'm going to get that nigga his excuses. I, don't, I get on his head when I got to, but now I'm going to give my man his excuses, though. So when you look at it in total, you add in the, uh, the rushing TDs. That's 16 touchdowns, the nine interceptions. It's not great. Don't give me a story. It's not great. But it ain't bad by any means. It ain't I, I feel bad like it'd be like terrible a year. It's when I say terrible, I just I'm speaking in the context of it didn't live up to the expectations. Hype. Yeah, feel it, it didn't meet the expectations. It didn't live up to the hype. It it wasn't what we expected from Cam Newton and Bill Belichick. Like because before the season started, what were we saying? Bill Belichick has never had a quarterback like this. Like, we were expecting a whole different type of play call system, which we have been seeing, but we expected it to be so much more electrifying, so much more productive, so much more successful. But so that's the fact our that fault, though. That's it, our fault, but we built it up more than they did. I feel like they built it up to a certain extent, too, though, bro. Oh, I, I can't shortchange it. We built it up more than them. they did, bro. We really did. Because we didn't think about the weapons enough. We just thought Cam, and we thought Bill Belichick. But Cam, is good en- something. Cam is good enough to – have it be better than what it is. Like, I hold Cam to a high quarterback standard. I feel like Cam is one of the Is he the same Cam, though? He's not the same Cam, though. I feel like he's better. He's more lean. Oh, he don't throw that rock. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. I feel like he's As a passer? As a passer, Cam is not what he once was. As an all-around player, not not just particularly passing, but as an all-around player, I feel like he's 
he looks better and he he gives off a better impression than what he did physically over the past three, four years of his career. He's moving better. I would say that he is moving better than, than past years. Now. So it means he's healthier, but throwing the ball accuracy, he hasn't been. He's been real inconsistent with that. Real inconsistent with that. So that's and that's the thing with Cam, and that's why people have so many questions if he will be back. It's the throwing ability. Cause it's just like, man, did he have one throw down the field where it's just like, oh damn, the old Cam back. And the yeah. next throw, he throwing a screen pass and he throwing a duck. And you're like, damn, Cam, why you can't just throw it to the nigga on the sideline? It, it, it's on some Carson Wentz shit. Kinda. But nah, it's, not, that's, that's not, not really, it's not really decision making, bro, but it's just like arm strength. We we problems. we I'm when I say Carson Wentz type shit, I'm just speaking of like you said, like you got one great throw and then the rest of the game you got yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. terrible throws. Yeah. But the thing with Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz problems are more about decision making. Like he right. throws the ball where he shouldn't throw the ball. Cam right. throws the ball where he should throw the ball, but he doesn't hit his target. Right. That's the problem. And that's why everybody has all these questions about him in Armstrong. Like I said, he throws a screen pass, he throwing the duck. Like in the past five weeks, I have been home watching these Patriots games. I've been watching these whole games. So I've been seeing how he's playing and just like, damn, man, he ain't the old Cam. And I, I'm a huge Cam fan, favorite player, but I got to come to the realization that, damn, that ain't the old Cam. I got to be, be real. But yeah. somebody had brought up this point as well, though. Because they was like, man, they might move off Cam or whatever. Somebody was talking about it. Because um, they're so used to having a Tom Brady type of quarterback and they're still running like a Tom Brady type of offense. Like quick passes, screen passes. Like this ain't really a Cam style offense. So they were like, what would Bill Belichick build an offense around Cam if they were to bring him back? Would they build an offense oh, yeah. around Cam? Most definitely. And that's my that's my question though. Would you build an offense around him? I would. Like he still have his abilities to build an offense around him. Definitely. If you give him at least one or two weapons, give him one to two weapons that you know for a fact he could be productive with. I promise you'll see a total flip in how this offense runs. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they they were just talking about it on the game on Sunday. They were just like, "This is still a, a Bill, not Bill Belichick, but a Josh McDaniels, Tom Brady offense. Like the quick passes. It's just like this ain't this has never been Cam's game. Even though his arm strength isn't the same, it's just as in his game. It's been a little bit different based off of like certain teams that they play. You could tell they play a little bit different with different teams. Like I see them take a more Cam approach." in certain games and they, they do still have that Josh McDaniels Brady approach with other games. So I've seen them be more experimental this season, but I, I agree. It's been mostly still the same old type of regimen, but I, I've been seeing sprouts of cam type plays. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like cam running pl- type plays. Obviously you weren't doing that with Brady. So obviously that's incorporated into the system. Yeah, a lot more read options. options. Yeah. All that shit is new. But still, like the quick passing and shit, like we were, we we never did that before. His completion percentage is high, but like you said, if you're watching the whole games, you know what you're seeing with Cam. It ain't the old shit that you're seeing. So his season has definitely been inconsistent. I wouldn't say terrible, but it's definitely been inconsistent though. Definitely inconsistent. So I rock with that. And that was what did you say? You said too wild or not too wild for that? I had said uh, not too wild. Too wild. I put too wild for this one. I put too wild, and it was 60% too wild. All right. How many votes was on that one? That was uh, 15 votes. Uh, Next one. The Saints can win a Super Bowl with Taysom Hill at quarterback. Too wild or not too wild? Too wild. 
Uh, like I said a couple weeks ago, Taysom Hill is a good quarterback to have now for like the next season or two while you're trying to figure out who the future is going to be. But I don't see Super Bowl at all. Now this is, I'm just talking about this year. Can you win a Super Bowl this oh, year this, with Taysom Hill specifically? No. Yes, this year? No. You couldn't do it with Drew Brees. I, I'm damn sure, sure you ain't going to do it with Taysom Hill. <laughs> I fully agree. <laughs> I fully agree. Like, if they did with Taysom Hill, I don't know how I would feel about Drew Brees at that point. <laughs> I really don't. Too wild, bro. Too wild. I don't think. It's just the Saints, bro. It's like it, the team is good. Obviously, they're 10 and 2, but it's the Saints. Y'all going to choke it. Something always happens. Something always happens with the Saints. I'm not gassing y'all. I'm not gassing y'all no more. This is why I I don't care about trash talk when it comes to Saints fans being that we and me and the uh, the Bucks and the Saints are in the same division. It's like Saints fans always talk trash and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, y'all going to be upset. (laughs) Literally. We we just get upset earlier than y'all get upset. (laughs) That, that's all it is. Y'all going to be crying at the end of the season just like everybody else. Yeah, probably crying for a flag like usual. All right, let's move on to the next one. That And that was 63% too wild. The Packers are now kicking themselves for drafting Jordan and Love. They've been kicking themselves. <laughs> so definitely not too wild. Uh, I said not too wild. And I made that one. And we, we talked about this a few weeks ago um, when Aaron Rodgers first started, like, having this MVP conversation type play. But I feel like now, since he's, like, around the end of the season and it's a real deal race just between him and Patrick Mahomes at this point, I definitely feel like Green Bay is kicking themselves about this because you gave Jordan Love of – he's the first – I think he's the first rookie to ever be outside of the top 25 picks and get a full guaranteed contract. So it's like you gave him all this guaranteed money, and his next contract isn't until – Aaron Rodgers' contracts ends, which is they're both in 2023. That's when both of their contracts are up for renewal or up for free agency or whatever. So it's like you have all this guaranteed money that you gave. It's not a lot, but for a rookie, it's like you have all this guaranteed money that you gave Jordan Love just to have him sitting on the bench and possibly barring any injury to Aaron Rodgers, like who will never touch the field damn near at this point. So when will we see Jordan Love on the field? When will we see him have a start? Like <laughs> two years, two, two years, two years. I, that, it's that's it's reasonable. The same, it's, the same, it's the same thing with Brett Favre. Brett Favre, we were saying the same thing. Brett Favre, oh, he playing so well. Aaron Rodgers ain't never gonna touch the field. Two years go by, who get the shit? It's the old switcheroo. But hey, how old Aaron Rodgers is? Thirty eight right now. Yeah, he's gonna be forty in two years. They gonna swoop that. Man. But with Brett Favre, it was more so of a we seen the decline. Like with a Rod. He put everybody on notice, like, bitch, yeah, I'm, I'm still that. Like, y'all tried to tell, y'all tried to predict that I would have a decline, but no, nah, I'm still here. I'm still that bad man. I'm still discount double check. So it, it's a different, it's a little bit different than the Brett Favre situation. It's similar because of how he got brought in and everything, but I feel like it's a tad bit different because there's no talent decline, at least not evident yet. You don't draft a quarterback in the first round and not use him. They they giving that man Aaron Rodgers two years. If Aaron Rodgers goes somewhere, if he get traded, cool. But he gonna be gone in two years, bro. Because that's gonna be three years in total. Three years in total. Aaron Rodgers, you either you gonna mentor him or you gonna have him on the team to just be there and learn it from you. But Jordan Love gonna be the quarterback in what's two years from now? Twenty twenty two. He's gonna be the quarterback. So, so you said his contract ends in twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty two. Jordan Love will be the quarterback for the Packers. Either Aaron Rodgers is going to retire or he's going to be playing somewhere else by that time. That's how I feel. 
So, I, and that's why when I read this question, I was, I was kind of like, I had thought about it more than usual. It's like, yeah, not too wild because you didn't get Aaron Rodgers a weapon. Right. But when you think about long term, it's like, shit, if you really believe in this nigga, it's like, it's not that wild. It's, you know what I'm saying? For actually drafting him because this worked out for you with Aaron Rodgers. This worked out for you. So if it can work out with Jordan Love the same way it worked out with Aaron Rodgers, shit, that's not going to be a bad pick looking back. So I was thinking I of, more. I was thinking of an in the now type of sense though. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Like from a futuristic standpoint, they probably not. But as of right now, I feel like the Packers are kicking themselves. Cause like you said, they probably should have got a rod, a weapon right now that he could be using now oh, yeah. a year, like next seat for the next draft or two years from now in the draft, when his contract is damn near up, then yeah, you should probably draft the next quarterback that you see being your future. But you drafted one now when he still has, like, what, a full two and a half, three seasons left on his contract. That's why A-Rod is kind of looking funny about it. Like, I'm not mad at him. It ain't his fault y'all drafted him, but I feel like y'all kind of tried me in a sense. And we could, we can't really – we're not the favorites in our own conference to get to the Super Bowl because I don't have any weapons. We know we're going to make the playoffs. We know we're a playoff threat. But how much of a Super Bowl threat are we with me not having the amount of weapons that I want? But this is the thing with the whole Aaron Rodgers situation, bro. Because, yeah, you picked him in the first round, but it's the other picks I look at. Like, y'all still could have got him a weapon. Like, the yeah. second-round draft pick was uh, – they picked a running back who's not even on the roster right now. He's like a third-string running back. So that could have been used on a wide receiver. The third-round pick, that could have been on a wide receiver. But you ended up picking other people that were not even on the roster right now. So those second and third round picks are what we should be looking at more than Jordan Love. Because Jordan Love, yeah, it's for the future, but the second round pick could have got a wide receiver, third round pick got a wide receiver, but you still decided not to help him with any of the draft picks. And that's why I'm like, damn, that, that, you kill him. You kill him, my man, right now. Yeah. You kill him and you kill him. Uh, all right, Mo, and that was 60% not too wild for that Jordan Love. How many uh, votes was on that one? That was 20 the Washington football team showed us the Steelers have been hyped all this season. Too wild or not too wild? Uh, I made this one, but I said too wild, and I explained it earlier. I don't feel like the Steelers are overrated. I don't feel like they're overhyped. It's just they, they went into the game expecting to win, and it bit them in the ass. Not too wild. They're not overrated. But, like I said before, I'm worried. I'm definitely worried about this team losing in the first round. Just saying. And all right, bro, next one. And that was, what was that? Six or 54%, not too wild. All right. The Chiefs are going to cruise their way into a Super Bowl repeat. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. The only team I really see stopping them is the Steelers. And there is room for concern. And based off of all the reasons you gave for the Steelers. But other than the Steelers, I mean, y'all know I've been hyping up the Bills this season. But I don't see the Bills stopping them. Uh, Titans, nope. Browns got a possibility to upset, but I don't see them really stopping the Chiefs. I don't see nobody other than the Steelers stopping this team. And the Steelers are looking askew at this point. So The Raiders are y'all only chance. The Raiders are y'all only chance at Probably. this point. The Raiders y'all only chance at this point, boy. Probably. The Raiders in the and, uh, and I said this a couple weeks ago when they after they played the Raiders. That's their biggest threat. I don't think anybody in the AFC is messing with them. Even yeah, the I, I told you, I was like, the Raiders don't have their number, but they figured them out. The Raiders have figured the Chiefs out. They ain't got their number. Like, because I, I said the Chiefs have the Ravens number. 
because they beating them multiple times now, and it's like it's clear as hell who's gonna win every time that matchup comes. But with the Raiders, it's like even if the Chiefs pull out a win, the the Raiders are on their ass the whole game, and it's like, hey, this could go either way. And it's two division teams, so those division games are always gonna be the ones that shock everybody. The Raiders are the biggest threat, bro. So if they don't if they don't see the Raiders, then yes, I see them cruising. So I put not too wild. But if they see them Raiders, that's gonna be their hardest game of the playoffs. I'll say that. Uh next one. Kawhi Leonard will not win another NBA championship. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. And I put this because I feel like his window has closed. Kawhi Kawhi Leonard's window of winning a championship has closed. This year, why do you feel like that, bro? This year was the year that he had no excuse to not get the job done, and we seen how that turned out against Denver because it's like you had no excuse to not get to the conference finals at least. Now, if you lost to Bron and AD, it's like, hey, it's Bron and AD, but you couldn't even get this team to the conference finals, and now you've lost your sixth man of the year, Montrez Harold. But they got Ibaka. Uh, I mean, yeah, you got Ibaka, but. Still, like you, you lost a great piece, and you and you never bring up my man, who, Luke Kennard. You never, you never bring up my man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, whatever, whatever. All right, Luke Kennard, shout, shout out to Luke. Dis- no, 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 no. Don't disrespect Luke Kennard like that. No, okay. not, no, do not. not shout out to Uncle Luke. Like shout out to Uncle Luke. I'll get Uncle Luke's credit. Whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> lost Montrez Harold, which was a necessary bench piece for you. You got a new head coach. It's Ty Lue, and he's been there, but. It's still a new coach at the end of the day. You got a new head coach. It's going to be a few different things that I don't think Ty Lewis is going to turn this all around in one season. You got Paul. We all know the liability that Paul is right now. There is no point guard. They don't have a point guard that they want at the moment to facilitate the floor. I think they will end up trading for one, though. I do. So, right now, it's just a lot of question marks. And we've, we've all come to the conclusion that Kawhi Leonard is not really a leader. Kawhi going to get his. And he going to make sure he put up what he need to put up. But we have to come to the conclusion that Kawhi is not really a leader and he doesn't really make players around him better. So all of that being taken into consideration, plus the fact that you've said this is going to be one of the most stat Western Conference years that we've seen in a long time. So I, I, it's too many teams that could stand in their way, stand in the Clippers' way of not getting to the championship. And Kawhi is, what, 29 right now? And we already expecting the Lakers to damn near repeat or three-peat. So it's like, shit. In the West, I definitely don't see him getting one. Now, if you went to the East, you got a better chance. But now KD is in the East. You got to get through KD. You got this young but deep playoff-seeded Boston team. You got this Miami team that can pull shit out the ass whenever they want. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got a lot of teams in the East on the rise, too. So will Kawhi ever get back? Will he ever win again? That's a legitimate question. Thank you. I want to say this. <laughs> I want to say this. Kawhi Leonard will be a free agent after this season. You already know what I'm going to say. The possibility of him going to Miami is open. Oh, my God. No. So I will <laughs> never say that his window is closed. I will not say that his window is closed. The window bro. is closed, bro. He's not. Closed. If he ends up in Miami with Jimmy Buckets and Bam... And you don't have to give up Hero? <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Do not say, do not speak too soon is all I'm saying. Do not speak too soon. Don't you know another too- reason why? 
If you would have like said with the Clippers, I would have been like, okay. But he's a free agent after this season. No, I feel like he's going to stay. You know you know a reason why I feel like he's going to stay? LeBron's comments on the podcast that he guest appeared on this week. LeBron talked about the Clippers, and he brought up the fact, you know, they were talking shit the whole season, and to see them get sent home like that, and blah, 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 blah. As Kawhi Leonard, you can't run to the East. You, if you go to the East, you can. They're, they're not gonna let you. If you live wanna that win? Down. Fuck! I don't give a damn what LeBron gotta say. If I wanna you, win, I'm gonna do what I gotta do and get these rings. You refused to team up with LeBron and join the team. I don't wanna. Other, I don't wanna team up with you. I don't wanna be a KD. I don't but be no. KD. But I'm saying, not only did you refuse to join his team, you went to the team right next door in the same. Sure, I wanna beat you in your own stadium. And you couldn't even get the job done. And now you're going to go to the East because you can't get the job done? Oh, yeah, they're not letting you live that down. Kawhi, I don't feel like Kawhi is going to let that happen. It ain't going to be all right. I feel like Kawhi is going to stay with the Clippers so he can redeem himself and be like, no, I ain't, ain't going to be. If Paul plays like that again, if Paul plays like that again, you think he's going to come back to the Clippers? I'm bouncing. I'm gone. I'm just saying. To Miami. I'm just saying, <laughs> bro. That's all I'm saying, bro. Y'all, y'all can say all y'all want about James, Miami. We James Harden. James Harden to Miami. I like that. I don't know how much I like. Bradley Bill to Miami. I like that. If you're a scorer, if you're a scorer, because we need more scoring. If you're a scorer and can semi-defend, we want you on our team. That's all I got to say. And Kawhi is a perfect fit. He don't need the ball. He can give it to Jimmy in the, the final minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's a good fit. That's all I, I don't say. know. I don't know. That, that might be. Doesn't he just feel a like a culture guy? No, he don't feel like a culture. He was with the Spurs. He's a culture guy. He's a culture guy. I like it. Culture, Kawhi Leonard. I like the, it. <laughs> the man who doesn't speak. The man who. The man who doesn't speak. You don't have to speak in the culture. Guy. You cool. We cool and we vibing oh, in the culture. You got to vibing in the culture. You can't get the culture guy tag and you you're not vocal. You can chill. I don't agree. But all right, that was 56%, not too wild for the Kawhi one. And the next one, so disrespectful. Lonzo Ball will end up being the worst ball brother out of Melo, Jello, and Lonzo. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. We are, I feel like. No, 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 take that back. Not, I'm not taking that back. Not too wild. Take that back. Take that back. Why? I made it. You do not believe that. Why do you believe that? Why do you believe that? I feel like we all know Melo is going to be the best one out of all. I, I never said that, but go ahead. I, I no, no, it don't matter if you said it or not. I feel like it's an all. I, I don't agree. I don't agree. We all understand that Melo is probably going to be the best one. I'm not speaking too soon. And I feel like the fact that New Orleans is about to start George Hill over Lonzo Ball. Who said that? I, it's it's going to happen. It's I'm telling you right now. Just, why are you trying to speak this negativity in the, in the air? It's going to happen. I'm telling you. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I didn't see this article at all. It, there was no article. I predict. Why do you say? Oh, what are you saying? Then you just pulling this out of thin air. You don't air? bring. You don't trade. And you don't George accept. George Hill is thirty nine years old. Why would I start it for me? You don't accept George Hill and just put him on the bench. It's not gonna happen. Yes, you do. The Bucks just did it. <laughs> the Bucks just did it, and they had Eric Bledsoe starting. I'm telling you right now. No, I'm telling George you. George Hill will be starting over Lonzo Ball. I'm, I'm just – I'm telling you right now. Lonzo Ball and Zion Williamson is a perfect tandem. You keep him I'm in telling the you right now. George Hill will start over Zion Williamson. Over Lonzo. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, over Lonzo Ball. Over Lonzo Ball. I don't agree. Too and wild. I, I, just, I feel like Jello, Jello 
But yeah, why do you think Jello would be better than Lonzo? That's my problem. Athletic, athletically, he's already better than Lonzo, in my opinion. So I feel like his athleticism will have him just start. But he's on a one-year non-guaranteed contract. What even makes you think he's going to get playing time? I feel like the time he he on the Pistons, he'll he'll get some time. <laughs> he'll definitely get some time. <laughs> one-year non-guaranteed. They could cut this man at any time. Oh, he's gonna do well enough to where he Lonzo won't. Lonzo at least starting, bro. Lonzo starting, and you know, uh, uh, my boy Lamelo gonna be starting. We don't even know if this man gonna get playing time. And you say Lonzo gonna be the worst? It's Detroit. He's going to get PT. And Lonzo can give you way more. Just because my man Lonzo don't hit the shots like he should, don't take away from his defense and his passing ability, bro. Come on. I'm not saying Lonzo is trash, but he might be the worst ball brother out the three. Too wild. Melo's pure talent and Jello's athleticism just overshadow Lonzo to me right now. I, I see what Jello is overshadowing Lonzo. How? Athletically. athletically. How? He's not athletic. Okay. How is he overshadowing Lonzo? Okay. okay. I'm telling you. I'm explain. Telling you no, I, explain yourself. Athletically, like he's he's better. Like I'm. I don't know how else you want me to say it. I really don't. Too wild. And that was fifty five percent. Not too wild. Crazy, 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 crazy. I don't know who voted on that, but they're nuts. All right. All right, bro. <laughs> what are your rankings of the week for this week, bro? Top five uh, for football. Rankings of the week for the NFL. I got Chiefs at number one. Uh, Steelers at number two. Uh, Number three, I'll put the Packers. Four, the Saints. And five, ooh, who's going to take that fifth spot? Hmm. Damn, damn, damn. Who gonna take the fifth spot? Uh hold on, hold on. I'm looking at the it right Bills now. Them? Probably the Bills. I might give it to the Bills. Yeah, I'll give it to the Bills. Yeah, I so Chiefs, Steelers, Packers, uh, Saints, and Bills. I got Chiefs, Saints. Uh, Packers, Browns, uh, and Steelers at five. I'll leave the Steelers at five. But that's how I'm rocking. I got the Browns in my top five, man. Respect my decision. <laughs> moving, on, moving on to the next one. Picks of the week. Oh, yeah. I won once again, 12 and three this week. I went 10 and five. Once again, I told this man, pay me my money. He once again refuses. Doesn't make sense. It's not over until it's over. <laughs> it is over. <laughs> it is no, over. It's, it's not over, over until it's over. <laughs> it is over. Until the final game of week 17 is not over. All right, man. First game of the week. We got Patriots versus Rams. Uh, Thursday night football. I'll take I'll take the Rams. Let's shock the world. <laughs> Patriots. Patriots, man. We shocking the world. Pay uh excuse me, Broncos and Panthers. Uh Panthers. Panthers. Cardinals versus Giants. Oof. Mm. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. <laughs> Chiefs versus Dolphins. Uh you said Chiefs? Chiefs versus Dolphins, yep. Oh uh, yeah, Chiefs, yeah. 
you better not say no crazy shit. <laughs> you better not say no crazy shit. <laughs> no, nah, I got I got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs. Cowboys versus Bengals. Ooh. Damn, that's ugly. Uh I get that to the Cowboys. Got the Cowboys. Texans versus Bears. Bears. Texans. Bears. Terrible franchise. Titans <laughs> versus Jaguars. <laughs> Wait, which one? Two, which team you chose? I picked the uh, Texans. Oh, okay. Titans versus Jaguars. Uh, Titans. Titans, most definitely. Vikings versus Bears. Oh, damn. Vikings versus Bucks. My bad. I'm about to say uh, Bucks. Bucks. Bucks, for sure. Colts versus Raiders. Mm, that's a good one. I'm going to go with Raiders. We ain't even talk about that game with the damn Jets. Jets. Y'all wanted to lose that one. Somebody from <laughs> above said, y'all got to lose this game, bro. I swear somebody did. It's no reason the Raiders should have won that game. I said the same. There's no reason. No reason they should have won that game. I was like, bro, please don't tell me I'm going to lose this game, dog, to the Jets. And they found a way. They found a way to lose. Ridiculous. Hail Mary, one-on-one coverage with 15 seconds left. Embarrassing. They wanted to lose, bro. They wanted to lose. That's all I got to say. They wanted to lose. I got the Colts. Terrible game. Terrible game. All right, bro. Next game. Uh, Jets versus Seahawks. I'm going to say it. I wouldn't even be mad if you did. (laughs) The Jets will get their first win of the season against the Seattle Seahawks. I'm rocking with the Seahawks, but I ain't mad at that Jets pick, though, man. <laughs> but after after what I seen on Sunday, I don't know how to feel because they they're capable of winning games, but people from above do not want them to win. <laughs> the GM, the owner, do not want them to win. Somebody from above said, "Hey, we need to go 0 and 16 to get Trevor Lawrence." Somebody said that. I'm I feel t- like even if the Jets and the Jaguars end the season with the same record, the Jets are still the worst team. So I feel like they'll still have the nudge for the number one pick. Hopefully, man, because they're doing all this tanking. They're capable of winning games. There's multiple games that they could have won this season, but somebody from above said, hey, chill out. Chill out. Real quick. <laughs> hey, chill out real quick. Hey, y'all doing a little too much. All right. Falcons versus Chargers. Chargers. Uh, Falcons. Packers versus Lions. Packers. Packers, most definitely. Saints versus Eagles. Uh, Saints. Yep, Saints. Washington versus 49ers. Uh, Washington. Yep, Washington. Steelers versus Bills. Ooh, Steelers. Bills. Ravens versus Browns. Ooh. Monday night football. I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm rocking out with the Browns, too. Rocking out with the Browns, too. And those are the picks of the week. All right, man, let's move on. Uh, what I want to talk about. I really didn't want to dive into the ESPN rankings, but we could talk about it if you've seen them. You seen the ESPN rankings? For uh the NBA. I about to say it was a couple rankings they did. Uh because the NBA does this every year where they put out this bullshit ranking and niggas talk about it, but I, I think I seen like a few people jump into like the top 20 that 
Low key shouldn't have been. Zion was like at nineteen. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you can name like. <laughs> I was just like, bro, what? This shit blew me. You can name however many people that aren't as good as Zion Williamson right now. I was like, yeah, y'all not y'all damn mind. Bro, they do this every year so they can get people to talk. It. They know they make it. They putting out some bullshit. They know they putting out. Some I can name at least thirty players better than Zion Williamson. <laughs> I ain't gonna say all that, but I agree that he should not be nineteen. He should. I not can name no like dead ass like. No, maybe not thirty. I, I think 20, he's definitely top 30. twenty-five. You can you can name twenty-five. I ain't gonna say thirty. Twenty-five. He okay. The, he in the top thirty. I ain't gonna put him he in the top thirty. Yeah. yeah. We even though he has not played, if we just put taking health out of it, this man's game. We even in this small sample size, this man game. I still got to give him top thirty. Nineteen is nuts, but I still got to give this man top thirty. Though got to give him top thirty. But I think um Zach Levine was in the sixties. They had, yeah, um, I'm like, what the hell? I was like, whoa. Zach Levine was in the 60s. I want to say Russell Westbrook was like 36, and he just made the all-star team last That's year. what I'm saying. Zion Williamson is 17 spots better than <laughs> Russell Westbrook? I'm like, yeah, y'all out y'all damn mind. I'm not looking at this list. Yeah, y'all could go look at, the, look at the ESPN rankings. They 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 bullshit, though. Every year, that's why I don't like talking about it, because every year they want to get people talking, bro, and it's just like, y'all forcing it. Like y'all know, we know y'all don't believe this shit, but y'all exactly. putting it out to start a dialogue, and it's just like, bro. And Zion is catching all this heat. Zion is getting all this shit. Like, man, y'all know Zion ain't this, Zion ain't that. It's like, man, this shit crazy. Bro. <laughs> all right, and the next topic I want to talk about was um Ohio State. So Ohio State versus Michigan is canceled this week, like I predicted. But <laughs> who really won though? Nobody. Hey, I'm not it. answering this hey, question. Nah, nobody who really won. won. We talked. Hey, this is an insider. Nobody we talked about won. it last week. Who really won? Nobody won. I'm not answering the question. Michigan won. Michigan won. But I heard that they're redoing the college football thing. That they're going to only have to play five games to get to the Big Ten championship. It was at six before, but now it's, they done cut down to five. So Ohio State can still play in the Big Ten championship. I told you. I told you. You thought you thought it was going to let that money go away of Ohio State not being in the they should have a chance to be in the arm. I mean, if y'all make a rule, y'all should stick to it. Bro. But it's Ohio State. So y'all want Ohio NCAA. State to win. It's so, okay. NCAA and it's yeah. money. It's money y'all on the line. want Ohio State to win, so I guess. You know how much view you know how many views you would lose if you don't have Ohio State in the playoff? Not not saying that they should just automatically stay in there, but they can't be in there due to COVID. You know how much money you lose? They're Fans would rather them not be in it because another team deserves it as opposed to they can't be in it just because they don't qualify type shit. Mm, I don't like it. I, understand I don't like it, it either. Shit. I, 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 understand it. I understand it because it's Ohio State, so you got to get Ohio State in there. At least give them a chance to get in the college football playoff, but it's just like I was happy last week because I was like, Ohio State could not get in the college football. I, I just don't like the fact that my my Gators are continuing to be disrespected with this number six spot. I just I don't Why? like it. They lost to Texas A and M. It's their fault. That's the only game we've it's, lost. It's their fault. They lost to them. <laughs> it's nobody else's fault. <laughs> I just don't like that, bro. There, I told you with Florida, bro. There's no room for error, bro. I feel like it's just not fair. Every other team there's room for error, and with Florida, it's I, like oh. with. Clemson gets to stay in the top three. When they didn't have their quarterback and they only lost by a touchdown in overtime. It's Notre Dame. I don't give a damn. 
Notre Dame is ranked number two. Nobody said this. When <laughs> they were you, ranked for, you they said were ranked number three. When you they called ranked. me crazy when I said Notre Dame was going to win. Yeah, but they won. So I'm going to give them their credit. They ranked number two right now. It's not a crazy game that they lost. They didn't have a quarterback. They did have key defensive players. Everybody thought I was crazy when I said Notre Dame was going to beat these guys. I didn't expect them to win. No, I, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't expect. So it's the fact that you didn't expect them to win. To... But, they, but they were still ranked number four. <laughs> Even when they played against them, they were ranked number four. It's just I didn't believe in Notre Dame. I don't know. I feel like with Florida, you got to be absolutely perfect with everything. We have a Heisman quarterback. Kyle Trash is winning the Heisman. I don't give a damn what y'all say. We got a Heisman quarterback. We got the best player in college football right now and Kyle Pitts we only have one loss on the season and y'all still finding a way to keep us out of the college football playoff I, I can't rock Florida got it ain't nobody else fault Florida lost Texas a and ain't nobody else fault ain't nobody else fault bro Florida know what they gotta do now this is that that actually is a margin for error this is a margin for error y'all lost the game but y'all still have a chance to get in a lot of teams it's not even like that it's not even like that for a lot of teams. A lot of teams, you lose a game, you're done. They're lucky they're in, they in the SEC and get to play Alabama in the SEC championship game. If it wasn't for that, they would be out of here for real. Not hearing it. They wouldn't be in that bit for real, but The disrespect is real. And I'm, I'm picking an upset. I'm picking an upset two weeks in advance. We, uh, well, a week or whatever in advance. We will be uh, beating Alabama in the SEC championship game. Right. I'm just letting it be known. Beep. This is a quick ad break. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by State Bags. State Bags makes beautifully well-made, inclusively cool products while using the power of business to give back to shift the narrative around social injustice. For every State Bag purchase, State Hand delivers a backpack packed with essential tools for success to any American channel in need. But their commitment goes beyond simply a material donation. They're trying to make a difference in local kids' lives, so definitely try to support to get ready for your commute or wherever you're traveling to next, State is offering our listeners 15% off their next purchase at statebags.com using the code POD. That's 15% off your next purchase using the code POD at statebags.com. Who the hell stopping Devontae Smith? That nigga playing on a bean right now. Who's stopping? Had 200 yards receiving back to back games. Who's stopping the Kyle to Kyle matchup? Who's stopping Kadarius Tony? I Who's mean, stopping Trayvon Grimes? Say last week that Alabama had the number one defense. Oh, it could be beaten because we're up there too. But but no, but our defense is trash. I know for sure our defense is trash. It's not trash. It's I not. Mean, it's it's not Alabama, but it ain't trash. We haven't either. played a team like Alabama in a very long time. And Alabama is not coming against the offense like us. So I disagree. They played Texas A and M and dusted them, and Texas A and M beat us. <laughs> uh, say, shrugs <laughs> a lot of shrugs <laughs> that's a, and that's how i look at it bro that's why i'm like worried about the match i'm not gonna predict nothing until i i see it you know what i'm saying because they still gotta play lsu they're gonna be lsu for sure but it's just like yeah. i gotta i gotta watch it but i gotta watch the lead up and actually pr uh, predict because i'm worried about that defense bro Devontae smith and they better be lucky Jalen waddle not playing because waddle's playing Man. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a shootout game. <laughs> yeah, it could be a shootout. 49 to 32, <laughs> something like that. It could be a definite shootout still in a blowout fashion. <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be interesting, though. It's going to be interesting, though, bro. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Who you predicting in that what's-name game, though? 
and that Clemson versus Notre Dame rematch. Who you got? I'm pitting Notre Dame again. With Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. I'm telling you, Notre Dame going to shock the world and beat Clemson twice. I, I promise y'all. I ain't going to switch that pick up at all. I don't care what happens over the next week or two or whatever. If Notre Dame is healthy and nobody is out because of COVID, I, cl- I have Notre Dame with a clear advantage. So, uh, so let's, piece, let's piece this together then. So you got – because even if Alabama loses to Florida, they still going to be in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. All right. So you got Alabama in. You got Florida in. You got Notre Dame and Texas M. But Texas A&M slide in? Texas nope. A&M would slide in. No. Because Clemson wouldn't make it. Oh, Ohio State would get in. Ohio State would get in. I'm forgetting Ohio State. Texas A&M wouldn't get in because we're the number one team in the SEC East. Alabama's number one team in the SEC West, and Texas A&M is under them. So if you already got Alabama in there and you got us in there, they're not going to let the second-best team in the SEC West get in, too. A&M needs somebody to lose. Yeah, they would need need somebody to lose. They need Florida to lose, and they need Clemson to lose to get in. Right. They need to happen. But, yeah, it will be Ohio State, uh, Notre Dame, Alabama, and Florida in your prediction. So who you got out of that? Uh, Florida, Alabama. Florida, Alabama, Notre Dame. Because Notre Dame State. probably will be number one. Alabama, will Alabama be number four? Oh, no. No, no, no. They'll be, like, number two. Even After if we losing beat. losing to Florida? Yeah, they, they wouldn't be number four. They'll be number two or number three. They ain't going to make them so number Ohio four. Ohio State would be number four. Yeah. Ohio State number four. Two three. Oh, so they're gonna play each other again? Florida would be three. So two versus three gonna be Alabama and Florida. <laughs> they not beat Alabama twice, bro. <laughs> they got they gotta flip that. It's gonna be it's gonna be Alabama, Ohio State, and Notre Dame, Florida. I ain't mad at either one of those. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I don't I just don't see Alabama keeping the number one spot if we beat them. Like I just no, I'm, that's what I'm saying, like. Are they going to drop down to number four? Because everybody else would be undefeated at that point, except for uh, Florida. But Florida beat Alabama, so you would assume they jumped them. So I would have Notre Dame one, Ohio State two, Florida three, Alabama four would be probably the top four. So that's probably what I would have. Then it would be Notre Dame, Alabama. I think Alabama destined them. Ohio State, Florida. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) That defense is crazy, so I probably would pick Ohio State. And then – uh. What we got? Alabama, Ohio State. <laughs> say, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama, Alabama, Ohio State championship game. <laughs> Ugh, Alabama, probably. I got Alabama, yeah. Ohio State. If it would be Alabama and Ohio State, yeah, I'll pick Alabama. But you probably predict Florida to win the championship, huh? Yeah. <laughs> if we get into the playoffs, we're winning it all. I'm telling you. <laughs> we're, we're winning it all. Delusional. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. Uh, we can move on from that. Uh, let's move on to social media wants to know. Uh, the first one. What do you predict the Eagles to do next season? Cut. Uh, what I put? I had said stick with Jalen Hurts. Uh, go back to Wentz. Or drive the quarterback because they're probably going to have a top five to six pick this season. And trade Wentz. So which one will you go with? Uh, I feel like it's too much money invested into Wentz with his contract and everything to – try and trade him for anything right now. So only option that really makes sense is to just stick with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it's going to suck having a $125, $130 million. Backup? 
as a backup, yeah, it's going to suck. But you're going to lose money trying to trade them and shit. Like, you ain't got enough cap space to make up for that type of trade and none of that shit. So that, that option is completely out the window. Like, the only legit options would be to keep Jalen Hurts starting or just let Wentz start and just let it be trash. This is and what I feel I, like they're going to stick with Hurts. This is what I predict. I think Jalen Wentz will play – not Wentz, but Jalen Hurts will play solid but not franchise starting solid. So I think he'll be well, but not something that really impresses you. That's what I would say. So I think they will draft a quarterback because they will have a top five pick. So it's going to be a quarterback available to them. And I think they will trade Wentz. What they will get for Wentz, I can't tell you because the nigga played terrible this season. So hopefully they get a something, a second round pick or something. But hey, we talked about it before the Colts. The Colts, get off that man, get off that man, Aaron, uh, Phillip Rivers. He going to be back with his old coach and Frank Reich. I wouldn't be mad with that. I wouldn't be mad if that man ended up with uh, Indianapolis. And they traded for him, like, like I said, second-round pick. He not first-round pick no more because he's been playing trash. But I can see that. Draft a quarterback, trade wins. That's, not, that's my prediction. And this is another one, an interesting one I had found, bro. They was talking about this on um, Get Up. So it's something called the Knight Commission, which is like a college football commission which is over like the NCAA. And, it, and they have recommended the FBS, which is all the D1 teams. All the D1 teams, you already know, the big, the Power 5 schools. They have recommended them to break off from the NCAA. And they said that that could happen in two to three years. So do you predict this to happen, bro? Can you foresee that? And they were saying if they were to break off from the NCAA, that means money could get paid to players. All that could end up happening if they break off from the NCAA. So like I said, this saying, is the Power Five schools. I about to say the Power Five. Ooh, I don't know. That a boy. That what would the NCAA be if that would happen? Oh, nothing. It would be nothing. You all you have is FCF schools at that point. <laughs> it would be the. It would be like the G League for college. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's the NCAA wouldn't allow that. It would be a huge legal battle. Before, before they just let that happen. Would you foresee it, though? Because Paul Feinbaum was talking about this. He said he could see this happening in three years. Three to five years, he said he could see this happening. Me, personally, I, I can't fathom that right now. I can't see all Power Five conferences just leaving the NCAA. I just don't see it. Because he, I, if, if it happens, cool. Because, like you said, players will, get, players will get paid. It'll be a much more... I feel like it'll give a more pro-like style to the game and everything. So if it happens, that's cool. I see a lot of positives. I just don't see it happening. Man, that would be a wh- – I want to know how that would come together, bro. Because how would you handle recruiting at that point if you exactly. throw money If you throw money into the picture? If you were to throw money into the picture, it's like, man, the biggest schools with the most money going to get the players. Especially when you, like, you don't have any rules, no restrictions. They would have to put some type of cap on it. I feel like, mm-hmm. but some type of cap on it. I don't know how it would come together. Shit would be crazy though. Shit would be crazy. But um, what Feinbaum was talking about? He was just talking about how the movement of the NCAA was just way too slow. And yep. even the um the rule change that they um agreed to this past summer, how they can get their their likeness paid for, isn't enough. He was saying that it's isn't not. enough to keep you in the NCAA. If right. you break off from the NCAA, you can really start talking about some real money that is generated by the players. So I was like, hey, man, if Feinbaum's saying it, I'll listen to Feinbaum. So I'm like, hey, if he's talking about it, I'm like, Yeah, hey. yeah, I, I rock with Feinbaum. He, he got a lot of good points. Uh, 
he's a great, credible source when it comes to news like this and everything. So I rock with Fine Bomb. Man, bro, if that was the like shout, shout out to Fine Bomb because that man talk about college football <laughs> all year, bro. All like, year. How can you oh, talk about man. one sport all year? It could be, bro, like dead ass. It could be the middle of April or the middle of June, and this man is in depth talking about college football. I'm like talking about coaches or something. If he don't got nothing else to talk about, like we're nowhere near the season. Like <laughs> championship been over, playoffs been over. Like it's the whole summer, spring, off season before we even get to re- like real recruiting and all the signing days and shit and all that. And you like you so deep into college football news. I mean, hey, credit to him because he making news where there is no news. So and that's it, the real that, skill. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's a real the, skill. That's like, real can skill. you talk about your sport when your sport is nowhere on the radar? So mm-hmm. shout shout out to Paul. Yo yo yo, Paul. That's a it's a crazy name. Yeah, actually, actually no. Shout, <laughs> shout, shout, shout out to Fine Bomb. I don't bomb. even call that man Paul. I got a man Fine Bomb. Yeah, I, I'm I'm calling that. That's what I call Paul George right now. Like he he's just Paul. <laughs> Paul Fine Bomb, you're you're Fine Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. Let's move on to uh, entertainment. I actually have a lot for entertainment too. First one. Uh, first off, uh, R.I.P. to Natalie DeSalle. Yes. She was the actress from BAPS. And she was also from Eve as well. And she played in some other films as well, man. R.I.P. to rest in peace to her. I don't know how she passed away, but definitely rest in peace. Uh, I had read it, but I forgot. I forgot how she passed away. But rest in peace to her. I think, was it cancer? I'm not sure. Might have been look cancer. Up, look, it up. look it up real quick. But yeah, she was one of the original BAPs. And that was, uh, man, that film isn't a great film, but it was definitely influential, though. I would say that. Like my my uh my home girls, even my my big cousin, like that's one of her favorite movies to this day. Oh yeah, Bap- Baps is a Baps true is a classic. classic. Yeah, Baps uh, she died fifty three years old to colon cancer. It was colon cancer. Cancer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was also in Medea's Big Happy Family too. So mm-hmm. yeah, she she played in a lot of good movies and TV shows and um stuff like that. So it, it's it's really sad to see she was so young too, fifty three. Like damn. Lost another another soul this year. Started the year off with Kobe, and then it's just been a lot of deaths this year uh, ever since. Shout out to the original James Bond, RIP to him. I always forget his name, but if you're a James Bond fan, you know the original one before the one we got now. Um, shout out to uh, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, RIP to him. Kobe probably still the hardest one out of this year, bro. Yeah. You still can't get over that one, bro. It's like, damn. And we lost him early in the year. I, I still be feeling like that. I be riding around sometimes. I be like, bro, Kobe really gone. Like <laughs> that that should be hitting. And now we ended the year off with losing Natalie. We started the year off losing Kobe, and then we ended the year with losing a, a great black actress and Natalie. So that shit, twenty twenty just got to get thrown in the trash. This year won't end. <laughs> this year do not want to end, but they trying to do the most damage out of any year, bro. That shit wild, bro. Man, man, man. But um, let's move on to some other entertainment news. Logan Paul versus Floyd. How you feel about this fight, bro? I said celebrity fights could become a thing now, and it looks like it could be. Uh, Floyd is winning this um easily. <laughs> How do you feel about the celebrity fight trend? Because this is not even a fight. Like everybody know Floyd gonna win, but it's just like. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Like, like, do they should they keep doing this? Like, even when it's not even like a good matchup, like this don't even feel like a right matchup. I feel like 
it's good. It's good for TV. It's good for entertainment because we are entertained. We want to see it, even though we clearly know who would win. Like, we want to see it. And it's famous people. Like, who don't want to see famous people get knocked out? Who don't want to see famous people fighting professional fighters and shit? Like, hey, especially after they train for the shit. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so crazy because I understand the celebrity versus celebrity thing. Like, Nate and Jake Paul, I understand that they both really don't have professional boxing experience. But you're talking about one of the greatest boxers of all time versus some dude. Like, I don't know who Logan Paul is. So you fight. So y'all, this is the matchup y'all want? Like, that shit crazy. <laughs> Real deal YouTuber versus one of the greatest boxers we ever seen all the time. <laughs> Niggas was talking about that <laughs> Floyd trying to get the get back for Nate. <laughs> like, I feel it. I definitely feel it, bro. Because they say uh, Floyd and Nate type. So I'm like, I guess so. And it's, it's Jake Paul and Logan Paul, they brothers, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay, so yeah, he definitely trying to get some type of get back with Nate. Plus it's like, again, that's a great entertainment strategy. That's a great money grabber. The brother of the previous boxer that just won in a celebrity matchup is now going up against the almighty Floyd Mayweather. Like, that's going to generate more tickets because it's like, oh, he got a brother. Oh, he boxing too, like type shit. So it, it's, it's all part of the market. Let's talk about this real shit. What's going to happen if Floyd loses this fight? Not going to happen. But what if Floyd loses this fight and getting knocked out? What is oh, his you, career? What is his legacy after that? Oh, you're, oh, you're giving like the worst case scenario. Like, yeah, worst case, I'm, this is not going to happen. But I'm saying if it did. Oh, if he got knocked out. How do we feel about Floyd at this point? <laughs> there's a. If he gets knocked out, it's a taint on his legacy. It's his definitely legacy. a taint. His legacy won't be ruined, but it's definitely a taint on his legacy. Uh, if he loses the fight, it's gonna be like that's still a taint, bro. It's still a taint because but, you're you're so much better than this dude. Like, who is this dude? You're a professional, one of the greatest. Yeah, no, it's yeah, eight. close. Yeah, age ain't really. I was gonna give Floyd the benefit of that. I'd be like, hey, he is older now, but it's like, hey, no, nah, you still. This is your life. This is your profession. Like. You live off of this. So I'm taking your experience over this new dude. I don't care how young he is. So I, I understand what you're saying with that. And how old is Floyd? How many times Floyd don't retire? This is about his fourth retirement he came back from. Yeah. <laughs> Why Floyd can't sit his ass down? He's 40 something. Let me see his. He's 40 something. I'm fine. Ain't he a billionaire? Go read a book, nigga. Uh, Floyd could be a billionaire. Bro, Floyd is up there, bro. I, I Floyd heard is definitely he's up there. I, I've heard, I'm not sure because I don't be counting people's pockets, but I've heard he's not smart really with his money with a lot of shit. So I, the fights that he's had throughout his career, he's generated enough money definitely to be a billionaire. But do I think he's one? Nah, probably not. Yeah, uh, oh, shit. He only 43. I thought this man was like 46, 47. Yeah, he keep retiring early as hell. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, man, ever since Pacquiao got old, it's like, man, who's really boxing for real? Like, who are the real boxers in the industry for real? Like, I don't know anybody else. After Floyd left, I really knew nobody. And but, uh, what what you call it? Um, Javante. Uh, Terrence Crawford. What's his name? Uh, to this day, Ron? Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder. Oh, that's UFC. That's UFC. That's UFC. Who? No, who I'm thinking of then? Yeah, that's UFC. Deontay Wilder. You talking about Broner? Are you talking about Broner? Broner, Broner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adrian Broner. I'm tripping. 
Yeah, he UFC. Yeah, we'll wear UFC. Now he a boxer. Professional boxer. They say Wilder a boxer. He was fighting Fury. Yeah, he fought Fury. That's what. Okay, so I was. So I was right. I was right. Yeah, Deontay Wild, Tyson Fury, Adrian Broner, Devontae Davis. Like, it's a few names that you know, but. They still fighting? Let me see. Because they just fought. Wasn't they supposed to have a rematch? Wilder yeah. and Fury? It was supposed to be like this part of the year, but COVID and shit probably pushed all that. Oh. Like I said, bro, I don't keep up with the shit. Like I said, the only people I know is Javante and uh, Crawford, Terrence Crawford. Mm-hmm. I think that's his name. I think that's his name, Crawford, but. Boxing never been my thing. I always felt like that shit was for the birds, bro. You got to come up in some slum environment to be boxing, bro. I feel like you can't grow up well and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in a good environment, boxing. Like, why are you doing that? There's so many other sports you can choose from, but you choose boxing where you get your face beat in? Like, you got to come from the bottom. The you, bottom you of the either bottom. Gotta, you either got to come from the bottom or that has to be a sport that you've been doing your entire life. Like, that's not a sport you can wait till you, like, 12 or 13 and start doing. Like, no, that shit got to be in you. Like, you got to like be. Floyd, Floyd had, his daddy was a boxer. Exactly. So, he, so Floyd wasn't, a, he wasn't from the bottom, but Floyd, like you said, it was in him. It's either a legacy thing, it's just in your blood, or you from the bottom. Like you said, those are the only three things that I think of when people are boxing. You either from the birds. You either from the UFC, even worse. Yeah, you either from the gutter, that's a family legacy thing, or it's just been in your DNA to be a fighter. Them the only three options. (laughs) Because I've hard I've never met anyone who just decided as a teenager that they was gonna box. Like you you don't just choose to box. Like there's no you want to get your head beat in at that point. Like, you could choose to play football. You could choose to play basketball. You don't just choose to be, like, yeah. a professional boxer. Like, no, nobody just says that. <laughs> I mean, you walked into that boxing ring willingly? <laughs> like, I, like, I have serious questions about your IQ, bro. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy, bro. But uh, we can move on. Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. How you feeling about this versus matchup? Keisha finna get it. Offer it. What? This ain't even a good one, in my opinion. Like, this shit ain't even good, like. He's going definitely finna wax that ass for Keisha, sure. He's finna show up with the gap. It's finna be over. <laughs> with the gap. But I don't even know no Ashanti hits other than the jaw rule shits and foolish and unfoolish. Somebody said Ashanti gonna have to play foolish five times just to stay in competition. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> other than that one, I don't know anything else from Ashanti. Oh, uh, rain on me. Um, what else? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it, Ashanti got some hits, but Keisha just from the wa- wash the flow of her. Yeah, I know way it's, more Keisha hits. Yeah, I know a lot more Keisha. Should have cheated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah. seen somebody say if uh if you hear Missy Elliott say no Keisha, yeah, <laughs> it's over. Anytime you got Missy oh, Elliott introducing your song, it's over. <laughs> You know, so much time, man. I remember the car rides as a jit. Listen, to <laughs> man, she finna wax that, bro. She finna wax that. Uh, what's next? What's next? What's next? Oh, I wanted to talk about this one though. The new, the new trailer that came out. The new uh, American Skin trailer. Bro. Yes, yes. That that, that shit does look crazy. So, how do you feel about it? I exactly what you just said. It looks crazy, and you got Shaka King. And uh, not Shark King, but you got uh, I think Ryan Coogler behind it. Oh, he is. I think so. Let me look up who behind this shit. 
I don't I don't like this black trauma thing that keeps going on in the in the No, I don't I don't think it's a black trauma film. I really don't. It is, bro. Dude, son died. Dude, son died. But if you see in the movie, they on some revolutionary shit. Like, and they got they they literally putting white people's lives in their hand. Like you see That's in the how trailer. they catch your attention. That's how they how do you think that would end, bro? Please tell me how you think that's gonna end. Nate Parker. That yeah, Nate Parker. Oh, he starred in it and directed it? Yeah, this shit finna be lit. I'm not gonna lie. Tell me how and, it's gonna and end. And Mark Berg produced Mark Berg, one of the producers. Yeah, this shit gonna be lit. Tell me how it's gonna end. How it's gonna end? I don't know. I, got, I only end. only watched the trailer one time. I gotta watch it again. He's going to die or go to jail, bro. No, it's no in between. Like we think he finna just round up some white folks and he finna be clean after this. This guy, this give me John Q and black trauma put it together. That's what this vibe give me. It give me John Q and black trauma. And we and they and the white man keeps trying to capitalize on black trauma, bro. And we and oh, yeah, you're falling, not wrong. You're not we're wrong. We're falling for it every time. Queen and Slim was the same thing. Queen and Slim was the same. Oh, I knew that. No, I knew Queen and Slim was gonna die. That that I can't use that comparison. I everybody knew Queen and Slim was gonna die. If you thought Queen and Slim was gonna, but I'm get just talking it. about black trauma. I'm just talking about black trauma. The white man is capitalizing off this shit, and we keep watching these movies. Why? Why? Do they, why can't they find another genre, some shit like that? But we keep finding ourselves back with the black trauma shit. But where does the blame fall on the black directors and producers who take the projects? And do I feel it? like it's their pro- it's a problem with them too. Actually, a lot of us come up with the shit a lot of times. Like, a lot of these be black writers that bring oh, it to okay. black directors and producers. So, is there any is there any self-blame in this? Yes, like, very much so. Why do we keep want to see this shit on screens, bro? Even if a black person is paying for this shit. Why do we want to see this shit on screens when we see it in a real life, my nigga? Why do we want to see it on the screen while another black man getting killed? Even in a movie, bro. I don't care if a revolution happens. We know what's going to happen at the end. Dude, either going to die or go to jail. I don't give a damn if you're doing some revolutionary shit. But if the outcome is greater than his death, is that not a positive? Bro, that's like some John Q shit. So John Q, if you ever see the movie John Q, he did all that for his son in the hospital to save his life, but he still ended up going to jail probably for the rest of his life. So was it worth it for John Q? Was it worth it? Mm. To save his son's life and go to jail for the rest of his life so you never get to interact with your son anymore. But you saved his life. Did you really save his life? You don't can't even trust it. Is that even did your procedure even work? You're just trying some shit. You're risking some shit that you don't even know fully gonna work. Or your kid. Man, black trauma, John Q shit. He risking it. For what? I don't know, bro. I feel like even if uh Nate Parker character does die in the end, I really feel like it's gonna end in a way that we will be satisfied with the ending. I'm boycotting the movie. I'm saying you it now. Do whatever the hell you want. I'm watching it. <laughs> American Skin, bro. You, you got some good actors. I see Amari Hardwork in there, man. But I'm tired of the black trauma, bro. And, it, and it's definitely some self-blame. I, I definitely agree with you. I don't count this as a black trauma film. I'm not going to count it as black person. I don't, get, I don't like get that, bro. Black. Come on. The, the trailer shows you black trauma. It uh, shows. Somebody, That's not the whole premise of the up movie. to the car. That's not the whole premise of the movie, though. I feel like that's a what part of It's not the premise. I don't feel like that's the whole thing. He's doing it for a revolutionary reason because of his son got killed like that. Okay, but it ain't like you finna see black tragedy throughout the entire movie. Man, 
I'm telling you, that's what we're going to see. That part, that part of the movie might be in the very beginning of the movie, and there might be a whole bunch of shit throughout the rest of the movie that make you say, hey, this shit is exactly what it needs to be. Boycott American skin. I ain't boycotting shit. Boycott. I'm, boy, I'm telling y'all, boycott I'm American skin, it. bro. We, got, we have to stop showing this shit, dog. Real deal. We see this shit enough in person, bro. Real deal. We just talked about it last week. Boy got shot 50 times uh, in St. Pete. And now we're going to see it again on the screen, but we happy to see the shit. But we cool with seeing it on the screen, but we desensitized to seeing the shit in real life. Oh, we, I'm desensitized with the movies, too. Shit wild, man. Shit wild, man. Self-blame, the white man. We can blame anybody, but shit is a problem. Shit is a big problem. Um, Next one, Spider-Man. Oh, you see them, all them actors they bring back for Spider-Man, boy? Yes, sir. That shit yes, sir. Hey, hey. Yes, sir. You already oh. know what time it is. They are bringing back Gwen Stacy from The Amazing Spider-Man. Whoa. They're bringing back Mary Jane. Oh, how are they going to bring back Gwen? She died. There's a multiverse. She died. It's a multiverse. <laughs> but she died in that universe. But they can go back to an alternate reality where she does not die. Okay, if they do that, I'm going to be mad because it's like, why? They why already confirmed she's coming back, so they're going to implement her somewhere. They, they can't do that. They can't. Gwen Stacy's coming back. It, only way I could see her being in it is if, like, they show, like, a flashback scene or some shit. Like, they shouldn't have her currently in the movie. Yeah. Like, because that's going to throw me through a loop. Like, I don't want like that. I don't want like that. Like, we didn't mind. just watch her die. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't like that. But we've talked about this before with alternate realities. Like, one reality is not the same as the other reality. So one reality... But if you're going to that reality, and that reality, she died. But it's multiple realities. That's why it's going to be three different Spider-Mans. They're not all from one reality. I'm assuming everybody's coming from a different reality. I guess, but from that reality, she did die. So it's like, no matter what reality you're going to... I, I just feel like they shouldn't bring her back. I don't think they should do that. She's already confirmed, but we don't know how the multiverse works. So when this Doctor Strange movie comes out, we're going to get more insight into the multiverse, how it I'm works. I'm very excited like, for that. I'm very yeah. excited. They said that's supposed to be some type of horror movie, horror superhero movie. I don't know how they're going to incorporate it, but that's what we should. Did that? What's the name shit come out? Uh, Mutants. No. The one with old girl, WandaVision. Did that come out yet? Uh, yeah, I think so on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It already came out? Was it good? Uh, I ain't watched it yet. I think it's a series. I don't think it's like... Because they said WandaVision is supposed to be incorporated with the, the Doctor Strange thing. I, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I got to make sure I watch it because uh, it's some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. shit that they used to have like incorporated in some of the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. um, but I never did watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So that's probably why there would be certain S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff that they would talk about in the Marvel movies that you like most people probably wouldn't know. But um, I'll make sure and start watching WandaVision. But my favorite addition, so like I said, they bring it back Gwen Stacy. They bring it back Mary Jane from the original Spider-Man. And they're bringing back Doc Ock yeah. from Spider-Man 2. That's probably my favorite Spider-Man supervillain. And they're bringing him back. Uh, they said that it might be a Sinister Six comeback. If they can get the dude who played Doc Ock and the dude who, uh, and Jamie Foxx who played Electro, if they can get back too. to come back, they might do a Sinister Six type thing and you'll have all three Spider-Man versus the Sinister Six. You got Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, so I and plus uh, Tom Holland. So I, I love it. I love Spider-Man. I'm one of the biggest Spider-Man fans you'll ever meet. Like, that's my favorite superhero. This shit finna be great, bro. This shit finna be great. You know what they need to incorporate? We're not gonna forget Venom, bro. Venom need to be in this oh, thing yeah. too, nah. That's one of the best villains. 
it, it, it's, this thing. it's supposed to be another Venom movie coming out next year, I think. Mm, we need Venom. We definitely need Venom in this, though. And uh, who else would I want to see? Green Goblin, too. If y'all can bring back Green Goblin, I don't think Green Goblin will be in it. But Green I Goblin, so. I like Green Goblin, though. I like Green Goblin. I, I feel like that would be doing too much to have the Sinister Six, Green Goblin, and Venom all in the same movie. I feel like that would be doing too much. It it would literally that would have this, to be like I feel a like Spider-Man. this will be the final Spider Man movie. This, this has have, the feeling of the final Spider Man movie. Probably. If so you, if you want to be the final one, bring back everybody. Nah, the movie will have to be like three and a half hours. We're you, fine with that. You no, bring back all my favorite characters. I love Spider Man, but I ain't finna watch no three and a half hours. You watch three hours of what's name? Three hours of what? Avengers. That was four minutes of that was the credits. Like, four and a half minutes of that was the credits. What the hell? Three hours. Y'all was cool with it. No, three hours. It was three hours and two two or three minutes. And a good... The movie was really only like two hours and 58 minutes, if we being honest. That's three hours. What are we saying? (laughs) That's three hours. No, but I'm talking about, like, Spider-Man. This Spider-Man would... If you put all them villains in it, and give you have to give you have to tell the story throughout the movie. So it's like you would have to have at least three hours of actual film time, not even including the credits. We would be okay with that. I wouldn't. We I will love, get through. I love Spider Man, but ain't no way in hell. No. Because <laughs> I feel like I said, I feel like this is the last Spider Man. Bring out all the stops for this, bro. Bring out all the stops. Bring back Green Goblin. Bring back the dot. Bring back uh Electro. Bring back everybody for this shit. I want everybody to be in this shit. The nigga who was flying in the air, the Vulture. Yeah. Yeah, bring back all them boys, man. We want to see all them in there fighting against the three Spider Mans. Man, this is gonna be some shit. This is gonna be some shit. I want to know how they gonna incorporate the women though. How are they gonna incorporate the women in this? I have no idea. Are they just gonna be like side characters? Or are they gonna like play a big part? Um. Okay, here's my thing. With Gwen Stacy, could she be Spider Girl? Oh, I did hear that. I did hear that. Could that's probably why. Her. That's probably why they bringing her back. Because in what you call it, in uh, in the what you call it, uh, Spider Verse. Welcome to the Spider Verse movie with the um Miles, My, Miles Spider Man. Gwen Stacy was Spider Girl, so Spider Woman, Spider Girl, whatever you want to call. That's why it. they're bringing her back. <laughs> that's definitely why they bring her back. I don't know why Mary Jane. Mary Jane is just such an OG. Like I would be happy if to you see bring her. Gwen back. You would have to bring Mary Jane back, just for the OG status. You yeah, have. like that's what I'm saying. She don't even have to do nothing. I'm cool with her just being there with Peter Parker and just cooling. You know what I'm saying? That's cool with me. But yeah, this movie's gonna be crazy, bro. It's definitely when is the fun coming out? I don't even know if they through filming they pick yet. A date yet. I'm know. about to say they they gotta get this filming shit done first before they even just give a date. Man, oh man, but I'm definitely excited for it, bro. Definitely, definitely excited. Do you have anything else? That's all I got. Uh, nope. That's it. All right, bro. Let's move on to Pass the Ox, man. What's your song of the week? Uh, song of the week. Um, I say part two by Lucci, by YFN Lucci off of his new project, Wish Me Well 3. It's pretty solid. Uh, part two is one of my favorite songs on there. All right. And I got uh, that King Von, that Wayne story, man. Yeah. King Von. That's that. Just watching that video, bro, his storytelling. And his videos are great. Yeah. His videos were great, bro. And it's just like, man. 
we lost a good one, bro. We definitely lost a good one. But yeah, King Von Wayne story definitely my song of the week. But I've been playing that all week. And um, anything coming out? Any new shit coming out soon? Uh, great shit dropping in uh in January. January. Uh, Odell Beckham tried to joke around and give a teaser that he was going because you know the first of the year is on Friday and music new music always drops on Friday. Mm. He tried to say that Drake is dropping on New Year's. So mm. <laughs> Odell was like, when the ball drop, Drake drop, and I was like. Hey, that'll be the most lit shit ever. I ain't gonna lie to you. Drake ain't gonna do that though. Drake ain't gonna do that. He he ain't gonna let nobody else but himself get the drop date. So, how do you feel about Tiana Taylor? Yes, that's what happened this week. Tiana Taylor ended up retiring this week. She said she was tired of being underappreciated and said she's done with it, bro. I don't blame I don't blame her at all. She's a great artist. Uh, she's had a lot of great artists co-sign her for her amazing talent. Uh, it's a shame. This all goes back to the Grammy snubs. I know we don't care. We're not supposed to care about the Grammys as a black culture because they ain't never been for us. But it's like when the when you have such a big following of fellow artists as well as your fans, and the public knows you are really like that when it comes to this artistry shit, and you still getting snubbed, it's like you that just makes you lose motivation for it and make you say, "Hey, this just ain't it." Like I, I don't blame her at all. She she might still make music on her own time and shit, but as far as caring about releasing to the public and all that, she probably ain't on that wave no more. And I don't blame her at all for it. But the motivation should be just the music and putting out music for your fans. They still love you, even if you don't get any awards for it. Your fan base, like you just said, is huge. And they still love your music. So why can't you just love that and your fan base like she- I don't feel like she's permanently retiring. I feel like she's taking a break type retiring. Mm. I, I highly doubt she just retiring for real, for real. I mean, she has so many different bands that she could get into, bro. She has a personality. She dances. She, so acts. It's, it's, she acts. You feel what I'm saying? So it's so many bands she could get into. It's like she could like put that to the side like this didn't blow like I wanted it to blow. All right, let me go in somewhere else where I know I can blow like the movies right. and shows or some shit like that. That's probably what she could be doing, so. I don't know, but I was definitely surprised by her just retiring like that. Like, and the, the reason, like, just being underappreciated, just like, it's a lot of niggas out here underappreciated, but they still rapping or they still making music because yeah. they know their fan base still love them. Like, when your fan base still love you, it's just like, does everybody else really matter? Does the awards really matter when right. the people that you got in your corner are in your corner riding hard? It's like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. But definitely would like to see her making music again. I listened to her last album, too. Her last album was good. So, yeah. Yeah, she definitely need to be making music again. Um, But that's it for the podcast, bro. Do you have anything else? Uh, Oh, shit. It's holiday season. We we have not told our uh, Q&A fiends about any uh holiday sweepstakes that we got going on. Probably later, later this week and probably next podcast, we're going to let y'all know the details yeah. of that. We'll yeah, sorry know. about that. Sorry about that, y'all. It was low key supposed to be this week, but we'll we'll make sure and get that handled by no later than Christmas. Like y'all will know what the hell going on. So um, uh, whether we give shit to y'all before Christmas or right after Christmas or whatever during this holiday season, we will have something to give to the Q and E fiends. So um, just be on the lookout for that. We'll make sure and announce that when we get everything situated. Uh, but. Social media, you can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at Q underscore and underscore E underscore podcast. 
You can follow and like our Facebook page, Q and Sign E Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell and hit all so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. Our email, Podcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, concerns, fan mail. We'll make sure to get back to you on there as soon as possible. You can reach Quincy on Twitter at Q underscore Hicks 3. You can reach me at Edgar Martin 97. You can reach Quincy on Twitter, um, excuse me, on Instagram at Q Hits Production. And you can reach me at Edgar Martin Official. Shout out to MTMV Sports. Yes, and you can definitely subscribe to us on our podcast platforms, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio. Definitely subscribe over there. Uh, definitely check me out on YouTube. Just type in Quincy Hicks into the search bar. I think we're at 170 subscribers on my YouTube, bro. So we definitely appreciate the support on that. We had 130 on the podcast. Definitely got to uh, get that revenue as well. We're going to do more social media things and uh, more contests. Definitely, definitely. Get that, uh, definitely get those numbers up. And I think that's it for the podcast. Like I said, we're going to give you all the details on the contest a little later. Next podcast, we got an interview dropping next week. So I could be at the beginning of that one, too. So just be on the lookout for all that. Just be on the lookout. But uh, that's it for this podcast. And we out. Peace.